All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics come out, beat the Dallas Mavericks in the MVP duel between Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic. Uh, the final score of tonight's game, 125-112 masterclass as far as the offense is concerned. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and talk about Thanksgiving here because this is an exciting time of year. Uh, to get things started off, uh, want to talk uh, about player of the game, and I think it's only fitting that you give it to Jason Tatum today. All of the hype between the MVP race with Luka Doncic averaging his 32 points per game, leading the NBA, uh, and then coming into Boston, facing off against another MVP candidate in Jason Tatum. Uh, Luka Doncic had his. He had an absolute game. 42 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. However, our boy Jason Tatum, 37 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, only 2 turnovers. This was a super efficient Jason Tatum game. Uh, shooting was there. He was super active on the boards, creating shots for others. Couple of really, really big shots late in this game, uh, which again, credit to the Mavs. They made a run towards the end of this, but you had guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, even Malcolm Brogdon in certain points step up in major spots tonight, but very, very impressive game from Jason Tatum again in this MVP showdown. Uh, so really, really solid performance from him. The other guy tonight, you know, I, I always said that I was going to give the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum duo, the 30 by 30 player of the game. I nixed that early on in this season. Cause I felt like every other game was a 30 by 30 game for both of the Jays. However, this is another really, really solid performance from Jalen Brown. He has sort of struggled in the last couple games, as far as turnovers go, a couple high, high turnover games, Celtics fans, just like Celtics fans always do, decided to jump on Jalen Brown's back, start talking about how bad he is, how he'll never be a number one, yada, 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 right? Jalen Brown tonight was probably the more efficient of the two. And when I say probably, I mean definitely the more efficient of the two. 31 points tonight, four rebounds, four assists, two steals. Again, only two turnovers. However, looking at the shooting numbers, 13 of 18 from the field, two of three from three. Just insane numbers. Now, obviously, again, Jason Tatum had more points. He also got to the free throw line 13 of 15 times. Jason Tatum, 11 of 24, so just under 50% from the field. Am I going to complain about that? Absolutely not. This is an absolutely electric game from both of the Jays. I'm not sitting here and comparing. I'm just here to state that Celtics fans are super fortunate that they get to watch two absolute studs in their profession in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. This is not a team 
that is run off of one superstar. It is a team that is really run by seven guys. I'm not going to sit here and just say it's the Jays either. Obviously, every Celtics fan is going to agree. Jason Tatum, MVP-level candidate. Jalen Brown, potential All-NBA candidate. But you've got a ton of role players that are playing at just such a high, high level, right? Even Al Horford tonight, who really struggled. We, I, I, I'm not going to say gave him shit, but he did not play well at all in that Chicago game. Uh, was 0 of 9, 0 of 7 from, the, from 3 uh, in that game entirely. Tonight, 5 of 5 from the field, did not miss a shot, 4 of 4 from 3. Uh, so this is Al Horford playing at an extremely high level. Then you've got Marcus Smart, right? Marcus Smart tonight, 13 points, nine assists, one steal, a block, and a team high plus 21. Marcus Smart tonight threw some of the most beautiful backdoor passes. He had that one Jason Tatum, threw it behind the back. Jason Tatum, easy layup. Right, He had Jalen Brown, two backdoor cuts, Al Horford, backdoor cut. Some of his passes tonight were spectacular. And I don't, I'm not throwing around that word lightly. Some of Marcus Smart's passing tonight was as good as anything we have seen from him. So really solid game. So you're talking Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Marcus Smart, four guys so far. Robert Williams has not even played this season, right? Add him to that mix. But tonight, we also saw really, really strong performances from Malcolm Brogdon. Again, played a phenomenal game last game uh, against the Bulls where we did lose. Came out, did it again tonight. 13 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. So 50-50, super efficient. Derek White, another guy, played unreal defense. You want to talk about a smaller guy trying to go up and defend a guy like Christian Wood? Christian Wood, not saying he's a a physical specimen by any means. He's large, right? He's a big dude. Derek White went out there. Christian Wood thought he was getting a mismatch. Derek White played a hell of a game defensively. And... You know, I'll I'll shout out a couple people here at Basketbot on Twitter. He's been on the pod a couple times. Uh, talked about it as well, like in our Twitter group chat. The ball moves so much better when Derek White is in the game. And this isn't a knock on Malcolm Brogdon. It's not a mark uh, a knock on Marcus Smart. This is just Derek White continuing to be that .5 guy that I keep talking about. Right within a half a second, he knows exactly what he's doing. It's either on the floor, out of his hand shooting, or he's dribbling or passing. Right? He knows exactly what he's doing at all times. He is not a ball stopper, he's a ball mover. And when he is in, the offense looks different. Now, this is a Dallas Mavericks team that without Maxi Kleber tonight, he was injured. The Mavericks went a little bit smaller, added in Finney Smith. The Celtics, instead of starting Grant Williams, which has been their starting lineup for the last two weeks here through most of the nine-game win streak, uh, 
decided to go with Derek White. And a large part of that came due to the fact that Dallas was running a, a smaller lineup. And it seemed like the Celtics and Joe Missoula wanted to match Grant Williams up with Christian Woods minutes. And while it didn't match up all the time, right? Derek White did see some minutes against Christian Wood. Uh, I think it worked really well. Christian Wood, solid game. Very, very, very good player. Love watching him play. Uh, but I think the Celtics, you know, really put together a team effort. Not just on, you know, Christian Wood, but even on Luka. You know, we saw Sam Hauser come in tonight, get some, you know, meaningful minutes, 17 minutes in this one tonight. Uh, some of them early were defending Luka Doncic. Again, MVP candidate, MVP level player. And we've got Sam Hauser, notorious bad defender. And Luka was searching that battle all night. And I'll give Sam some credit. You know, I don't think that, I don't think that Luca did any better or worse for that matter against Sam that he did against everyone else. Right. And that's saying something. I mean, Luca, listen, at the end of the day, he scored 42 points. Nobody really stopped him and he did it like fairly efficiently. So again, it's not a, not a situation 17 of 28 from the field. It's not like we can sit here and say anyone shut him down. Cause that's, I mean, it's simply just not true. Uh, but as far as defense goes, Sam Hauser did as good a job of any at defending Luka tonight. Uh, so overall, I mean, you look, we've got a lot of guys that can go in and abs- and just play really meaningful minutes. Grant Williams, another one, you know, did not shoot the ball, didn't have a great offensive game by any means. Had one extremely huge bucket, though, in this, uh, where the Celtics really, like Dallas cut the lead down and he had an excellent take off the dribble in that fourth quarter that helped get the Celtics to kind of offset that lead a little bit. Uh, So again, not a great offensive game from Grant Williams. However, played 26 minutes and it was 26 minutes of phenomenal defense. Like he was matched up against Christian Wood. He was matched up against Luca. He was matched up against Bullock. He was literally defending everybody in this one. All of the guys that the Celtics needed to throw guys at, Grant was there. As far as switching, you know, the defensive, you know, capabilities of this team, Grant Williams is at like a top tier of that. He is as versatile a defender as it gets. And it showed tonight. Like I thought he played a really really solid game. Yo, so through and through, you've got obviously the starting five, Tatum, Horford, Smart, White, JB. You've got Grant, Hauser, Brogdon that came in, played solid minutes, and just absolutely crushed. This was, you know, this was a game where the Celtics looked like they were absolutely tearing out of this. They had a 27-point lead midway through that third quarter. And again, give the Mavericks credit. They got it down to, I believe, eight, seven, maybe, in that fourth quarter. So give them credit. But the Celtics battled through. At the end of, like, one of the things I liked about this game was it started 
attacking the basket. You know, we we came on this podcast, we talked about the fact that the Celtics shot 53s against Chicago. The first half shooting was absolutely abysmal. It obviously tapered off and got back to their normal by the end of the game. But again, 53s is a lot of threes, especially when you're taking 86 shots. Believe that's the number, right? Like that's a, it's a hefty portion. Tonight, it seemed like every basket that they hit early on in this one was at the rim. And it shows like Celtics were up 16 to two points in the paint in the first eight minutes. First eight minutes, the Celtics had 16 points in the paint. A lot of that came from Jalen Brown. A lot of it came from Jason Tatum. Both of those guys, though, like incredible cutting. This is when the Celtics are at their absolute best. I've said it a million times on this podcast. This isn't news at this point. But when Marcus Smart or Derek White or Jason Tatum is taking care of the ball and driving to the rim, guys can collapse and get an easy backdoor because everybody is paying attention. Everybody is paying attention to the ball because all all of the guys on our starting lineup have the ability to create their own shot. Marcus Smart, I'll give him credit. Like, obviously, nobody wants him shooting. Uh, tonight, five of nine from the field, three of four from three. He was fantastic through and through tonight. Obviously, again, not a guy that you want taking a million threes, but you cannot sit here and say that Marcus Smart can't create his own shot. Derek White can create his own shot. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown can create their own shot. Obviously, Al Horford not really doing that anymore. But when you've got four out of your starting five that can go out there and do whatever they want, like this team is unstoppable because you need to pay attention to the ball. And we have the athleticism on this team that we can take advantage of that. And it's the reason, you know, prior to... Prior to today's game, the Sacramento Kings actually overtook the Celtics as far as number one scoring offense. Celtics are still the number one uh, offensive efficiency team. Uh, so, And I don't think that's stopping after tonight's game. This was a great game offensively. But through and through, you look, and this is just a, a really, really solid offensive performance. Again, defensively, still lapses. Needs to be adjusted. We'll talk about that in the second half. But look at the numbers. 17 of 34 from three. 50% from three. 53.6% from the field. 18 of 21. Jason Tatum, obviously a huge portion of that. 13 of 15 from the free throw line for him. So outside of him, we were five of six. You'd like to see a little bit more from other guys and not strictly Jason Tatum, but it just goes to show how versatile this team is. Jason Tatum has stepped up in a major way, right? Like this is an absolute beast mode start to the season. And this is a guy that has not historically gotten off to great starts, right? So really just super, super impressive from this team. Uh, through and through 
it wasn't perfect. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that it was perfect. Uh, and I do want to talk about some of the negatives here. Uh, before we dive into some of the negatives, though, want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns like can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record. When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum's going to score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so want to touch on a couple different stats here uh, prior to jumping into the negatives. I know I said I was diving in there. Uh, as far as some of the things that the Celtics historically have gotten crushed on, rebounding, turnovers, right? Tonight, really solid game for both. We out-rebounded the Dallas Mavericks uh, the total number 38-35. Now, this number was significantly more lopsided after the first half, even the first three quarters. Uh, second half, Celtics definitely got out-rebounded. With that being said, overall, solid game. Assists. This is another phenomenal game for assists. 29 tonight. 29 assists as a team. This. Celtic squad has just gone to a completely new level. And a lot of it comes back to all the stuff that I talked about earlier, right? Guys can create their own shot. And when guys can create their own shot, they have the ability to create for others. 
right? They have the ability to draw in a defense. When the defense is drawn in, someone else is open, right? And this team has done a great job of finding the open guy over and over. So seeing the assist numbers continue to climb is great to see. The other thing is turnovers, right? I feel like I've talked about this a million times on this podcast, but you know, when this team is at its best, guys are creating shots for others and they're not turning the ball over as much. And I know that's a, it's a cliche. I know that's an easy thing to say, and it sounds stupid almost. Uh, like if you shoot the ball better, you move the ball better, and you don't turn the ball over, you're going to be better. I get it, right? But at the end of the day, this team has shown spurts of both, right? Through most of the season, we're one of the best teams in the league with turnover percentage. And then we have games where we go out there and have 19, right? There's a very massive, you know, difference between both of these games that the Celtics can go out there and play. Tonight, really good example of keeping the ball under control. Uh, Not a single guy on the team went out there and turned the ball over a ton, right? This isn't a game where you have Jalen Brown turning the ball over five times. You know, Marcus Smart led the team in turnovers with three. Everyone else, two or zero, right? So overall, like that's a solid, solid performance. You don't have guys going out making a million turnovers. And the thing that changes in this game is the points off those turnovers. The Mavericks had 10 points off of our 12 turnovers. What does that say? It says, one, Luka Doncic is the slowest player in NBA history that is putting himself up for an MVP candidacy. Uh, But it also shows the Celtics transition defense is great because a lot of these turnovers, you know, again, it's not all the time, but most of more often than not, these turnovers are live ball turnovers, live ball turnovers are easy transition opportunities. And these guys are getting back on defense. And again, it certainly helps that Luka Doncic is just so slow and methodical. Uh, but overall, like you got to look at that in a, in a pretty positive light. Now, I do want to talk about some of the negatives. I'll keep this section short because there aren't a ton of them, right? This is a game where the Celtics led by 10 plus for you know 85% of the game. Maybe even more than that. I don't know. Uh, this third third quarter, fourth quarter defense, it needs it just needs to be better. And this is a team that honestly, like the defense has not been up to you know Celtic standards for the majority of the season. However, the fourth quarter defense has been really good throughout this season, right? We've been in the top five, top six as far as fourth quarter defense. Tonight really wasn't a great second half defensively third quarter we gave up 36 points now we were in a position where we had a i believe it was 27 point lead at one point 27 and we let the mavericks get all the way down to eight or seven at some point in this third and fourth quarter so 
I'll give the Mavs credit. You know, you have Luka Doncic, again, MVP candidate, regardless of how slow he plays. He's methodical. He picks his spots, and he can find guys. And the Mavs have a couple guys that can hit shots. Bullock had a solid night shooting. But overall, the every time the, the Mavs got it down to seven, the Celtics hit a couple shots. They went on a 5-0 run, pushed it back to 12. So every time the Mavs sort of made a run, the Celtics countered it. And that right there is exactly what you're looking for in a, you know, honestly, a championship contending team. I don't think there's a single Celtics fan out there that's, you know, not putting a championship in their in their dreams, in their sights. Right. So if that's the case and the championship is what we're looking for, these are the types of games that are super encouraging because we put off a lot of runs. Now, do you want to see a 27 point lead dwindle down to seven? Absolutely not. Can you do anything to adjust that? Sure. Right. You need to, you know, rebound better. I obviously talked about the fact that we were, you know, out rebounded in the second half. We had a huge margin. I think we were out rebounding the Mavs by nine after halftime. Uh, and again, the fact that we ended only out rebounding by three, you know, clearly we got out rebounded in that second half. We also are down, you know, an all NBA defensive center in Robert Williams. I keep talking about it. I hate that I keep talking about it, but the fact of the matter is like you're going to be a better team when you're fully healthy, right? So at the end of the day, this is not something I'm overly concerned about. The Celtics are playing at an extremely high level and all Celtics fans should be thankful for it. With Thanksgiving tomorrow, we are an hour and a half away from Thanksgiving at this point. It's nice to reflect on things that you're thankful for. And as a Celtics fan, Obviously, you know, Celtics aren't the the number one thing that I'm thankful for. Family, you know, friends, all of that. Uh, But as far as things that Celtics fans are thankful for, you know, it's Joe Missoula. It's this Celtics team. It's the Jays. It's the offense buzzing. This is the most exciting offense that we've seen in a long time. Now, defense is exciting. Right, I love a good steal. I love a good Marcus Smart charge or Derek White charge. Uh, I love all of that. But seeing guys drive in, dish, kick out for easy threes, that is just fun basketball to watch. So Celtics fans have a lot to be thankful for. Hopefully it extends past strictly Celtics basketball. Uh, I know for me it does. But this is a great time to be a Celtics fan. With that said, I'm going to wrap this up, have another drink, spend some time with family here. Uh, but if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Twitter handle's right there. Uh, again, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not seeing what I'm pointing to. I'm pointing to my Twitter handle. Make sure to follow us on YouTube. Boston Celtics game day recap so you can watch it as well. Uh, It's also streaming on our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die. So make sure to join that as well. 
again, also streaming on Twitter. Make sure to do that as well. Uh, but have a great night, Celtics fans. Make sure to enjoy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're spending it with some family. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?